This is the Oil & Gas Startups Podcast, where we showcase emerging technology and the stories of industry founders, investors, and leaders with your hosts, Jake Corley and Colin McClelland. What is going on, Wildcatters? Welcome back to another episode of the Oil & Gas Startups Podcast. This week, we had on the one, the only, the great and powerful Josh Robbins from Beachwood, formerly Beachwood Marketing. Uh, if you've been a listener for the show for quite a while, you may remember that we've had Josh on twice. He was the very first guest we ever had. We kind of dive into that a little bit uh, when we get into the show. Um, but Josh, is he's a deal guy. I mean, he's the, he's the guy who goes out and represents buyers who are looking for good oil and gas deals that are off market. You know, that's traditionally how a lot of the really you know, really, really good deals are found. And so he's a mercenary. Now, you know, he started off as a one man shop like six, seven years ago. Now he's got a team. He's got a full team of just, you know, super awesome guys who are, you know, super, super talented. Uh, and they're doing some really big things. And they just launched um, a new tech product, which we will talk about in the show as well. Um, so Josh is a good friend, huge supporter of ours. You know, he was the one who took a leap with us whenever this show was, it was, it was an idea at the time. And so, um, so we love Josh and, and everything that he's doing. And so we hope you really enjoy the episode. What's up, Wildcatters? Welcome back to another episode of the Oil and Gas Startups Podcast. What's up, Colin? Man, I feel I feel well rested after a nice little ranch weekend. I'm not at a ranch weekend too. Just chasing chickens. Chasing really? chickens. Yeah. Sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, what the fuck is chasing so chickens? I actually got I actually got uh one of our cows charged me and crushed my finger in between the gate and its horns. What? Yeah, yeah. So you better believe it. Next time, next time we're killing one of them, I'm killing that one first. <laughs> that's one that's going. To <laughs> that, one's, that one's going first. She got an attitude. Anyways, we are here with none other than Mr. Coffee is for closers himself, Josh Robbins. If you guys have listened to the show for any amount of time, you might have known Josh was our very first guest back when this was just an idea. Josh, he came down. He was on the road about I don't know. 500 days a year or something driving all over. That's why we let him on the show so many times. This is his third time on. Yeah. It's like you were our first guest. So he gets to come on. He's his honorary title. Yes. <laughs> yeah. As many, as many times as Josh wants to come on the show, you, you got it. And so you were coming out of the happy hours back when we were hosting the happy yes. hours every single week. And we we're like, Hey, where are you from? And you're like, Oh, I'm from Oklahoma. And Josh, like, weren't you at like the original happy hour? I was at the original happy hour. In Yep. We were at Galleria. Yep. Yeah, that was so long ago. Yes. That was in 2017. And you made the drive down. For <laughs> I did. Yeah. So it was, uh, you guys had this, the you know, the WeWork was here and then the hotel yeah. was here. And so I was down, you know, seeing as many people as I could. And and you guys were on LinkedIn in 17, which in 2017, we were the only people on LinkedIn. I mean, there, there was nobody. Yeah. And you guys were issue. like, hey. We're doing this happy hour. There's going to be a bunch of oil and gas people there. You want to go? And I'm like, absolutely. And so <laughs> I went over this there. Is, and this is some digital wildcatters history and nostalgia yep. here because digital wildcatters wasn't even a thing yet. That's right. At that yep. point. Um, I think that we had the name digital wildcatters, but we had like thought of it in a coffee shop and we we're like, oh, we'll save that domain just for someday. But like we weren't officially digital wildcatters yet. Yeah. And back then no one was putting out content on LinkedIn. Like that's part of like this, like my story is I yeah. saw in 2016, no one was putting out content in oil and gas on LinkedIn. So I just start typing up these posts on LinkedIn, dropping F-bombs. It's like 100,000 views here, 100,000 views here. I was yeah. like, wow, this is awesome. And then we're like, hey, let's throw a party. 
And so we did that happy hour. Yep. We got a bunch of Little Caesars pizza. Yep. Like we had no plates or napkins <laughs> and we had kegs of beer with red cups. So everyone's walking around with a red cup of beer and yes. a slice of pizza in one hand. Yes. <laughs> like, just such a like frat party like vibe. <laughs> it, was. it was. But it was like like after that night, me and Jake went back. We're like, dude, that was badass. Like that, that was, was like well, just getting so many like cool people in the right. room together. It was cool as you had like you had like recent graduates, yes. you know, 20, 21, 22 years old. And then you had these super old guys that were like in their 70s, maybe like borderline 80s, who were like consultants doing various things have <laughs> been in the industry. And they were like, yep. this is the coolest thing I've seen in all my time in oil and gas. Yes. But that WeWork was clutch too because, you know, it was in the Galleria and so like had a mm. cool like tech vibe and then yeah. that view that they had out the windows of yeah. the Galleria. So yeah, it was gorgeous. like people came in there and like, damn, what is this place? And yeah. so that was like a huge component to it. It was like the vibe yeah. was good. But man, it seems like, I don't know, like it seems like it was yesterday, but also like if you look back, it's like, so long ago. Yeah. So that's it, crazy. Yeah, I forgot like that you time. came to those though. But yeah, back when we started recording with you, it was like we recorded a few that week. It was like you and it was like Sean Gare and a couple other people. There was no video. We didn't have a studio. We were just had recording. Had Ops Lock on. Yeah, had Ops Lock. Yeah. I think it was number two. And we, we were just recording in conference rooms. And yep. so we I think we had already left. We work at that time. We were at some other place and recorded there. And then that that's that's when it all began. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yes. Here we are. Here we are like four years like later. Butterflies in my stomach yeah. talking about the old days. I mean, can you <laughs> believe it though? Four years? I mean, it feels like yesterday, but it feels like 40 years ago too. Especially sometime. after the last year. I mean, that one. Oh my goodness. Dude, 2020 just flew by. <laughs> flew by. Depends. Depends. Depends on what part you're having. But think about this. We're almost in May of 2021. Yes. I've blinked in this year's over. So it'd yes. be pretty interesting because you could go back and look at old episodes like Man, we should go back and listen like the first episode of Josh on there. Yeah. I bet we sucked at podcasting. Oh, I don't even want to go, 100%. but it's cringe city. <laughs> well, so there was no video. And yeah. then you guys talked to me about where I grew up in outside of 40 minutes outside of Boston. <laughs> and yeah. and then I had to tell my dishwasher story. We talked about yeah. you yes. working at, well, yeah, at Sears yes. and selling dishwashers. Yes. <laughs> and I remember so, that. you know, just hustling to make, make a living. And, That's so funny. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that. I still, people to this day still come up to me, you know, you, you were on that, you were episode one with dishwasher, the dishwasher, you know, that's, <laughs> dishwasher that all from Boston. all the time. <laughs> that's pretty funny. So, so if you're listening to this episode, you should go back and check out episode number one of the oil and gas startups podcast. You can hear how cringe we were at podcasting and how, uh, Josh's story has evolved over the last um, two, two and a half years since yeah. that happened. So tell us, man, um, you know, for anyone that hasn't listened to previous episodes, what do you do? What is Beachwood? Sure. Give us the high level sure. overview. And so over the last, just like you guys, I mean, over the last four years, it's been adapt, you know, will you, get, you know, evolve or die? That's, yeah. Yeah. that's what you you've had. That's what you've had to do in this business. And so um, what, what I used to do uh, was come to Houston, go to Midland, go to Dallas, go to Denver, hustle my face off, try to connect buyers and sellers together all over the place. You want to sell your minerals, you want to sell your non-op, you want to sell your your oil and gas wells, that I was connecting the guys that were buying with the guys that were selling. Um, and through COVID and through um, digital meetings, you know, everything is done through Teams now or Zoom or whatever. Um, I found that that what I was doing was more of a necessity 
than any time before because I couldn't be out on the road. So how do I connect everybody together? And so on Monday, uh, this, last, this past Monday, we, we launched um, the Beachwood Cloud, which is um, a digital platform that connects buyers and sellers together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's, that's where we are. And that's, that's so, who we are. You know, going back to like what Beachwood was, you know, say episode one of Oil and Gas yeah. podcast where you were then, correct me if I'm wrong, but you worked on the buy side. Yep. So you worked for anyone that was wanting to buy, you know, say production assets, PDP, you guys would be on the phones calling, you know, every ENP seeing, you know, what they had off market deals, you know, if, Hey, do you want to sell this, um, you know, hundred barrel a day asset or thousand barrel a day asset got buyers. And so it was very, um, you know, just service-based business, I would mm-hmm. say, where you were, your value add and your value proposition was going out and hunting deals That's for right. buyers. That's right. Yeah. We cool. were, I was very much uh, deal hunting both on the phone and in person. Yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, you were on the road all the time all driving the time. somewhere. Yeah. Never flying. No. No. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> people, people ask me, you know, why, you know, why? And it's, it's because, well, I, I can stop in Dallas, like, mm-hmm. you know, on the way from the Oklahoma City, like I can do an Oklahoma City meeting, a Dallas meeting and a Houston meeting. And then I don't know, an Austin meeting. And then the da- and people are like, what, when do you, you know, when do you stop? I'm like, when, when the deal gets done, like I, <laughs> that's what coffee is for. Like I had to be out there hustle my face off. Uh, and I can't do that when it's just a direct flight from, from OKC to Houston. And that's what, uh, you know, talking about like putting out LinkedIn content, like you started building up brand awareness because that was like your little tagline is coffee is for closers. Right. And you're talking, you know, documenting the process of, oh, hey, I'm on the road going to Midland, you know, going to Dallas, going to Houston. And you were sitting there documenting the journey on LinkedIn and right. getting like, I literally had someone text me mm-hmm. last week asking like, hey, where's the coffee for closers guy been? So you know, like people yeah. like, yeah, I've been getting those messages that. as well. So we need to see your ass back on LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny because we, so uh, Donnie, uh, you know, Stephanie's husband, Donnie Davis was here and let Josh into the building and he was just like, Oh, you're the coffee is for closers guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, so everybody, everybody knows Josh, but we gotta get, we gotta step your LinkedIn game back up, man. Well, so you're when busy you, working. I know, well, so I know you're, you, you're wheeling and dealing when you're on the road. Right. And you, you, have plenty uh, you of own time your own business. <laughs> and you know, I, I, that's it. I had tons of time where I could be like, cool, guess what? I'm in Dallas and then Houston and then, you know, Austin and people enjoyed that kind of content. And yeah. now it's like, I'm building a tech company and that is way harder than it looks. That's mm-hmm. not easy. And so I am, I got super blessed, uh, uh, hiring, uh, since January, mm-hmm. um, we went kind of on a, on a hire, like what can I do and what can't I do? And the list of can't do's is very lot. That's a, that's a significant <laughs> list. Big list. That's a big <laughs> list of what I can't do. And, and so, uh, the goal has been, you know, find the right people to to help grow beachwood and so we, how, how big is y'all's team now 11 yes yeah. i mean 11. you guys like were like rapidly growing yeah. to the point where you kept posting about it and i was like okay i need to call josh something's going on here. yes yeah and so um you, you know there's there's just so much more to deal generation than just deal generation mm-hmm. so um and we were talking about it a, a little earlier about how Back in the day, 
you would just go to the watering hole on the way home. Like in Oklahoma City in the 80s, it was juniors, it was cousins. Like you would go to these places on the way home, you'd grab a drink and you'd see old Bob and you'd say, hey, Bob, what do you got for sale? And he'd be like, nothing, but you know, James has got something. It's, it's in McLean County, you should go call him. Mm-hmm. And that's how deals got generated. It was, you know, very uh, local community culture and that doesn't exist anymore. And yeah. so w- what I hope to do with the cloud is create this, this community where, where mm-hmm. everybody goes and to, to find to centralized the, platform to deal. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, feel, I mean, when we bought our wells, it was very much good boy network. It's like, Hey, I hit up my buddies and land man. He's like, Hey, my boy up in Tulsa has some assets that he's divesting. We should look at them, which is funny. Cause someone told me the other day that, some guys hate us because we beat them out on a bid on a deal. And I was like, we haven't bid on anything. Yeah, I'm pretty right. sure there was nobody yeah. else bidding on that. And right. they're like, yeah, they made a YouTube video about it. Ask them how those wells are doing. I was like, dude, first of all, those are six <laughs> barrels per day. Don't get who gets about salty? That. Who gets salty about <laughs> some six barrels of oil a day? Like, I didn't even know we were bidding. I just like, hey, if you want to fight somebody, Cattle Guard Throwdown coming soon to Midland. <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can fight Colin over it. <laughs> Yeah, so one, I didn't even know we were bidding on them. I just paid what the guy was asking. I didn't negotiate on it, on it at all. But the process was very manual and not scalable, right? Like if we right. wanted to keep bolting on assets, like how many times can you do that? Just like keep making phone calls to buddies. I'm like, hey, do you know anyone that has some assets for sale? Right. And so, you know, one, there's I kind of want to split up the conversation into a few pieces. Like we can talk about, dive deep into what you guys are doing with the tech platform. But before we do that, let's talk about the overall M&A market from sure. 2020, because I'm sure that this presented some real challenges to your business. I mean, it seemed like everything was gridlocked and mm-hmm. sure. you know, the bid ask on assets was just too wide. So deals weren't happening. And then all of a sudden, you know, you started seeing a bunch of mergers and acquisitions happening in the space. So I'm sure things have turned around now. But how was 2020 for you guys and how is it now compared to, you know, that nine months of shit (laughs) sure sure uh so i talked to jake and he said you can come on uh but you got to be specific you got it i I want (laughs) i want you to put some names out there so that you know we this can be a specific uh deal so he's putting you on the hot seat yeah. So I mean, it's sort of the third time I was like, stakes yeah. are high. I said, for one, I need to see Boston Josh. Okay. <laughs> I was like, you got, I was like, you got a little shy on the second time we had John. I don't know why. He wasn't. You were a little timid on. The he was a little timid. I was I'm, like, you know, I was I like, broke I need my to arm. S- <laughs> <laughs> broke That's your excuse. It's like I was hurt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so when I started this company, um, I work with a uh, NGP back organization uh, called Steward Energy. Uh, it was the second iteration. So uh, Steward, uh, Lance Taylor had sold Steward One and was looking at Steward Keep them pretty well. Two. I remember those mm-hmm. guys. Yep. And so uh, they hired, uh, Lance hired me uh, as kind of a try and see. Like, mm-hmm. we like what you're doing. We understand what the process is. And we don't have time to to bolt on the pieces that we need. And what they were trying to do was grab wells that they could convert into saltwater disposal. Well, you don't want to put any kind of time, energy, money into something like that. Uh, and so they hired Beachwood to go out and track down deals. And we did. We, we hired, we, you know, we found multiple deals for them to go in and, and buy. And they did. Um, and not only that, but, you know, we worked with um, Conoco uh, getting in there 
to to get them to sell to Stewart, which you can't get Conoco to sell anything. And we were able to work that deal and make something happen for them. Um, we set up the introduction between um, Stewart and Manzano, uh, and they ended up closing Manzano for two hundred million or something like that. Jeez. I mean, um, and we worked. You know, Beachwood was was me at the time. I mean, it was twenty fifteen, so it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a huge. Uh, you know, this works kind of moment. Like, if I can connect somebody and we can do $200 million deals, like, this works. Let's copy and paste this. And so um, I came to Houston and I worked um, with, when I was here with the um, with the Wildcatter, well, pre-Wildcatters, <laughs> um, I, uh, I worked with an end cap company um, that's Advance Energy. Mm-hmm. And Advance uh, was trying to build a position in Delaware. And... And at the time, there were a lot of people trying to build, you know, in the 17, you know, 17 time period, mm-hmm. everyone was trying to build a position in the Delaware. And so I had worked with Advance um, and they had targeted very specific areas. So the on the bottom of, uh, you know, Lee County in the top of, you know, that, uh, Pecos Green, that, that, that area of the world, they had outlined, you know, this is where we want to buy. And so that created like this target box of where it is that we could operate, you know, we'll go track down deals. And so, um, they said, you know, what's your relationship like in Oklahoma City, with Oklahoma City oil and gas companies? And I said, it's great. I mean, that's where we are. And they said, well, we really want to buy Devin's Delaware Basin stuff. I said, so does everybody. It's 2017. <laughs> so does everybody else. And they said, no, 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 seriously, we'll put up the, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll value it correctly and go and buy it. And so I went to the the Devon business unit and I said, you know, hey, this is what they want to do. And they laughed and they said, everybody wants to buy our <laughs> Delaware Basin position. Um, I said, but what would you sell if you didn't have to market it? If you didn't have to put anything together and put it on a site and 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 do all the bidding and all the things, what what would you sell? It's a lot of effort. And she said, rattlesnake. And I can tell now that this is happening since the WPX merger. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I, which I couldn't say before, yeah. uh, but they, you know, they wanted to sell their rattlesnake position. Well, it wasn't big. Um, it was, you know, maybe two, three million bucks. Where's um, rattlesnake at? Rattlesnake is right there, uh, in the, in, in between, um, uh, Lee County on the Southern okay. part of Lee County. Okay. Um, and a little bit into Texas. Um, but we were able to work with Devin in advance and get, uh, a, an offer for 3.3 million in their hands in a very short amount of time. And Devin was like, we don't have to pay commission. Beachwood didn't, it's not going to take any commission on this deal. Like normally when we sell three point million dollar deal it's six figures worth of commission that goes on a gna line that we have to highlight like our gna we had to pay this extra money to Mm -hmm. to sell this and you're telling us we don't have to put that on our sell line and i'm like no you don't have to pay us anything i'm working for the buyer we get paid 1.5 percent on the close from the buyer that's it she was like done 
So they worked together, closed that deal. So in a time where you couldn't buy Delaware Basin acres, you couldn't buy Delaware production, we were doing both. Um, in 2020, um, I saw the writing on the wall pretty early. Uh, I know that 2020 sucked for oil and gas, but if we're all really honest, we were there at 2020 NAEP and it was terrible. I mean, it was, the, the deal flow was I'm gonna gone. I'm going to be honest, I didn't, I didn't go in. And, and we just did the party. <laughs> that's what I mean. It, because everybody kind of knew. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's on fire. You know what I mean? But we don't, we don't really know. Well, not the good kind of fire. <laughs> yeah, we don't really know what we're going to do. And so in 2020, um, I, I doubled down uh, in the city double down in Oklahoma city. There's a, um, startup company up there called, uh, express oil and gas. Um, Lincoln McElroy is the CEO over there. He was, um, uh, one of the key execs at Chaparral and mm -hmm. he started his own, um, Bob Funk, uh, runs, um, express personnel and express ranch and everything. I mean, if you see the Clydesdales in Oklahoma city, you know, that that's, that's who it is. And so they, um, they hired Beachwood uh, with no asset, you know, said, hey, we want to kick this off and make something happen. And uh, over the course of 2020, um, we did two deals with them. Uh, they they went from zero to 350 wells during 2020. Nice. Um, because I was able to go to the office, you know, go over there and work on deals that it, you know, when everybody else was like, oh my goodness, what are we going to do? We were in the office like, hey, show me the map, show me the plan, let me know where you're trying to be, and let's get you in front of people because we can make these things happen. Um, and we did. And so that kind of gets us up to 2021 where I realized, hey, that works. I just need to make it more accessible for everybody. Um, because right now, um, to, to, to work with Beachwood in that same express like environment where I'm in the office and we're outlining the specifics, it's a hundred bucks a day. There's a 90 day minimum. And there's a lot of teams that, you know, they're tapped and they can't pay $9,000 to, to, to work on tracking down new deals. Mm -hmm. Um, but they need to, you know, they need to find new deals. And so how do they do that? And with the cloud, um, the cloud's only 1500 bucks a quarter. So we build like a, a drilling info or um, uh, I forget what the new name of that company is. Inveris. Yeah, Inveris. Yeah. So we yeah. build like them. Terrible branding. Uh, and it's, yeah, <laughs> uh, 1500 bucks a month. I mean, uh, a quarter. I, I mean, you can, you can look at what's available out there right now. Yeah, we, we pulled it up um, earlier yeah. yeah, before we hopped on the mic because I wanted to see it and just see all the all the deals you guys had in there. And you had deals from less than 200000 all the way up to well over $200 million. That's right. Yeah, so that was pretty Damn. cool. So Do you, you already got deals live. You got yeah, deals live. They, so we did a soft launch um, the 1st of April and um, we did a, a real launch on Monday the 5th. Um, okay. we closed three buyers, we connected four buyers with four deals and closed one in, in two days. So what I like about this days. is that there's a high barrier 
for buyers on the platform, right? It's like you have to pay fifteen hundred bucks a quarter. It's not just a free listing site where anyone can get on. That's right. Check it out. It's like you got to put up some money if you want to see these deals. Right. Show you're serious. Keep, yeah. Right. Right. But but not um, too high. Not too high because. Oh, I mean, look, no, if I, you're looking to, no. I yeah. Mean, but what I'm saying is it's a commitment to, hey, we're actually looking to buy assets. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's not just someone you, you on weed, there, You know. eat out of the flaky people who just want to look yeah. and not buy. Right. right. And dude, it's like even for like an event, like, you know, you can charge 20 bucks and that increases the quality of the audience That's right. that comes. Like 20 bucks isn't shit, you know, That's right. but- and it's this, something this, like, this wait, is, we did, we did that yeah. for ten dollars with the with the happy hours back in the day, and you'd be surprised. You were like, "No, I'm not paying." That. Yeah, like, yeah. don't show. Yeah. Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What kind of pizza do you have? Yeah, yeah. you know, know what I mean. It's like it's a little just Caesars just shut up or and show up. You know what I mean. This is what we're trying to provide is is uh, a place to network, yeah. right? So there's and, a lot of yeah. action happening in marketplaces, especially in oil and gas. You know, we've had several on. Um, that are focused like on mineral specific marketplaces. And I think that there's a lot of opportunity in here. I mean, it just makes so much sense. The efficiencies gained um, in really increasing the volume of transactions and making it streamlined for both the buy and sell side. How did you go about, you know, you talked about having this list of things that you're not good at, this big list. Yeah. I'm just talking shit to you. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But you know, developing technology, you know, this isn't like, that's not your background. That's not my that's background not you come at all. From. Like you're a deal guy, right? Yep. And so how did you go about actually building out a platform and, you know, just building the product? Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, so I, I don't know anything about the digital space at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to learn where, where could, what is in my brain be, be stored right and so everything that i have read and what i have learned is that microsoft has a ton of products right and so um they have a software called microsoft bi uh there's microsoft azure like there's a ton of different different applications that you can utilize but i didn't know how to use it and Mm -hmm. so i posted on linkedin that i'm hiring a technical analyst for the for what you know what i'm trying to build um and i got 165 resumes um nice. in in two days so <laughs> over the two-day period just from linkedin post i got 165 resumes um this industry the oil and gas industry is losing people every single day because we aren't we're not oil men like we're not going into the field and 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 actually drilling wells a lot of what we do is from the office and a lot of the sub staff that we that that's a part Mm -hmm. of these companies those skills are transferable and so people are moving to austin and doing tech and that it they don't have to stay in this business it austin and houston are very close together and they don't Mm -hmm. have to you know what i mean um and so the uh i was incredibly blessed to find uh to to find ruben perez who who helped uh not helped he built the the entire cloud um from scratch so um um so was he from oil and gas he yeah yeah he's got um and he couldn't i we did this at last minute uh (laughs) so he was going to be here but um we pre-recorded um the bullpen yeah uh, and ruben's on there 
Nice. Um, and so you'll see, I mean, so we got he, the bullpen yeah, coming up on the yeah. website too for anyone that wants to check that out. Yeah, cool. And and it shows the actual cloud. So he walks through what the cloud is, how how to work it, and the whole nine. So nice. it'll be a good it'll be good for you guys to to see it. This episode is brought to you by Datagration. When developing a sound asset optimization program, engineers must study past completion and development practices to understand the impact on well performance. A key component of this process is to efficiently use key data, which must be acquired, integrated, checked for quality, analyzed, and routinely updated. It's, it's a complete pain in the ass. Once data is in, PetroVisor environment is available for advanced analysis to use for physics-based models, constrained Voronoi polygons, I totally probably butchered that, uh, multivariate regressions, and machine learning algorithms. Um, the automated nature of the PetroVisor uh, platform allows users to analyze an entire play or easily evaluate specific areas or individual wells and determine how past completion practices, geological variances, and well location in the field actually affect production. I think that's really cool. For example, a dashboard can be created geographically to show where the best drilling opportunities uh, exist within search parameters such as nearby well quality, uh, you know, rock quality and completion technology and drilling inventory. So really the number of uh, drilling locations. Data integration has actually put together a white paper called Improving Unconventional Asset Evaluation by Automating Data Analytics. Uh, there's going to be a link in the show notes below. Um, so just go ahead and click that. Once again, thanks to data integration. These guys are awesome. We really believe in the product and we love what they're doing for the industry. Like I said, I mean, data management is single-handedly, I believe to be one of the, the biggest problems facing our industry. And if we can get that right, it's a solid foundation that we can build a lot of really cool things on top of. So without further ado, let's get right back into the episode. Yeah. I mean, it's difficult, man, when you're not a technical founder and you have and an idea like, that you, you like, want to start. Yeah. yeah. It's like, where do you start? Well, okay. I'll make a LinkedIn post. Yep. Hopefully I can find someone. Yep. All right. Well, I got 160 people. So I got some numbers here that's to right. work with. That's then, right. You know, you find someone that's, um, you can take a bet on, right? That's right. And it's critical. Well, it's and, critical. <laughs> and, and I think I just had to get it to my skill set, right? I had to, my skill set is call a hundred people and one of them will close. <laughs> that's that, been your entire that's, business that's, model. Yeah. yeah. That's deal. That's deal hunting 101 is, is if you can get one to close out of a hundred. Yeah. It's a 1% success rate, but let's, let's, you know, let's oh, I need you still have 99 deals in the pipeline. Yeah. Um, and so, and that's what happened with 165 people. Like there are people that will be will be Beachwood employees in the next six months, two years, five years. Like yep. those, pe there are people on there that I can't afford. I mean, yep. that I can't uh, afford to put in a position right now because that position doesn't exist yet. Yep. But just knowing that person and connecting and and having that interaction, I know that it's there. And, and so the vision for the future, uh, you know, has has more people in it. It's kind of crazy to see like COVID be a catalyst for things like this because this should have happened regardless of COVID, mm -hmm. right? Like, yep. Like remote working the, and stuff? Well, no, they're just like the deal process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean like, yeah, any technological innovation like remote working or whatever it may right. be. But like the way that transactions happen in oil and gas should have changed a long time ago. Sure. Like this technology has been around forever. Like, yeah. Look at fucking ebay's been around since the 90s right like. <laughs> well so everyone in the past has always focused on the seller right and it's that's when when you want to you don't want to buy a house you need to look for someone who's selling their house yeah so i mean that's shifting to a 
buyer approach where the sellers don't pay any commission, that's, uh, I mean, that's, that's really, that's really the kicker. So, um, it's, uh, we have seen more people come to us with this same mentality of, man, this should have happened so long ago. Like I've, I've, I have prospects that I want to sell and I've got, you know, basically 24 hours worth of nape time to sell it to as many people as I can. Mm-hmm. But then other than that, I got, I'm stuck with my own network. There's no network for me and my prospect, me and my wells, me and my non-op, me and my minerals, me and my whatever, mm-hmm. like me and my solar deals. Me I mean, and my just wind the idea deals. of nape I mean, is so stupid. <laughs> it's so archaic. Well, so like, just no, like I get it. Like I love Nate. Yeah. The parties. Right. I love like seeing people. We may be throwing a badass one. I don't know. Yeah. <coughs> Nate, if you listen to this, like work yeah. with us. We'll make that shit lit. But <laughs> the idea of like, oh, hey, everyone's going to buy a physical booth and you're going to put up maps of your prospects and you're going to walk around like this is 2021. Right. Mm-hmm. I can do this. Well, virtually. yeah. <laughs> well, so. I've, I've said it for as long as I've been in it. I come from a sales and marketing background. That's where I, that's where I go. You know, I was I, right out of high school. I was in the air force and then I went into sales and marketing. There are no sales and marketing people in oil and gas companies. There's just not, yeah. they don't have them. There's no reason for them. You have land, geology, engineering. You don't have sales and marketing department and yeah. a, Expo, you're a commodity. Who are you selling and marketing to? Ex- but an expo requires. <laughs> hey, please, <laughs> yeah, it requires a salesperson. Like you can't put, you you're not going to put an engineer with a map in a booth and expect sales results. You need to put a salesperson in the sales booth and with a map and be like, hey, this is what it is. And you know, there's a lot of guys in the land uh, business that that are really good at that. And so a lot of nape and the parties that that are focus around that come from the land side because they understand yeah the 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 networking process what it is how it works but it doesn't get deals done yeah right and so if the goal is to sell your prospect the sell your wells sell your minerals whatever and you don't have a salesperson, it's 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 always going to fall flat whereas the cloud i come from sales and marketing. So this is very sales and marketing based. It's a very easy approach of click and meet the seller and not just meet the seller, but let's talk about what it is that you're buying and why and what's your plan. And on the sell side, it's like, what are you selling? Mm-hmm. Tell, tell me if money was no object, what would this look like? Why, you know, what, mm-hmm. what were your plans when you got this? Was it just something that you were going to get mailbox money for because if that's the case whatever your mailbox money is times the next three years that's what you can expect as far as a value walking people through like what what's your ballpark number to sell it like what what are you trying to buy and yes you have five million dollars i mean the the value of assets is arbitrary right i mean this isn't just oil and gas i mean this is real estate it could be whatever but I mean, this is negotiation 101. It's like you need to know where the other side is coming from. Right. You know, what was their intent with the asset? That's right. Um, why are they selling? What's important to them? That's right. What is my intent with the asset? And then in the middle, you find, hey, where's the common ground? You know, this isn't a binary world that we live in. That's where right. It's like, hey, this is the price. It's 
there's a lot of variables that go into it, right? That's right. And so if you, you know, just have a straight listing service where it's like, hey, this is the price and right. you don't get to learn anything about the asset or the person that's selling it or the person that's buying it. Right. Like I dude, there's you see this all the time, like, you know, a commercial real estate building or a company that's selling. Um, you know, like you look at like I'm not going to name names, but a company that recently sold an oil and gas, like they had 12 offers and the one that they took wasn't the highest offer, but it was the best offer for them. That's right. And so there's just so many variables that go into that. Yeah. And, and just putting them on the, the, the cloud in a ballpark scenario, it just, it makes everybody more comfortable. If you're looking to spend 5 million, then look at anything 5 million and less. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason to look at $50 million deals. It's going to waste your time. It's going to waste their time. Like, I get it. I I want $50 million too. But if you don't have it, then don't – the seller's going to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so when we connect you to the seller, it's like you can walk through a $7 million house. If you can't afford it, the person that's selling that $7 million house walking you through it is going to be like – you're. Do you guys do any kind of like pre-qualifying of buyers? Like when someone signs up for the platform and they pay $1,500 a quarter, are you asking them like any questions like, hey, what, you know, range of assets are you looking for? You know, 5 million and under for example. And yeah. then that kind of like pre-qualifies them. So we, I just want to know what you're buying. And so our buyer form is very specific as far as you know name and 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 where you want to be like what geographic area do you want to be in because we sort it by state do you want to be international because you're gonna have to click another button like we have to walk you through kind of what's in the cloud navigate what it is that you're trying to accomplish to get you what you're looking for and then if that doesn't exist me as a sales and marketing guy that has been hustling for 10 years straight, know, <laughs> I know where to go. And yeah. so it's just a single phone call for me. Like, hey, guess what? There's a buyer. He's interested or she's interested in spending $10 million in the powder. You know, let's 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 sell things. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you were talking about selling the powder because it didn't make sense. Now I got a guy. Let's, let's go so, like what was it 2018 nape yeah. or 2019 nape we're hanging out my yeah. cousin runs a mineral fund and we're sitting there at the uh hilton bar and i think it's hilton bar yeah it's all fuzzy yeah it's hilton um <laughs> <laughs> but y'all were talking about some of his assets and josh starts going off on like all the dynamic dynamics in howard <laughs> county and talking yeah. about like oh like if it's on the west side you know it's whatever i can't remember and anyways after that ross is like damn dude that josh guy knows his shit. He knows what he's talking about. I'm like, well, it's talking to people. It, that's all it out. is. That's all it is, right? It's uh, knowledge and experience just comes over time. And the more people that I talk to, the more that, you know, hey, Josh, what's the PV on that? First of all, PV is an absolutely abstract number that can be manipulated at will. And that's the purpose of it. Is it <laughs> so it's manipulatable. What we talk about is net cash flow. Like, what's the net cash flow on an actual asset? Not a prospect, but an actual asset. What What are you making? So let's talk. Let's let's dive in a little bit. Yeah, because I think that's one of the most interesting things. Whenever somebody comes to me with a deal, which happens all the time, you're my go-to guide. I'm like, hey, what are we looking at in this area? You always spit back something in 30 seconds. Yeah. 
So with all the, obviously practically no activity in 2020, 2021, right. like where are we seeing the most activity? What are we seeing like per, I don't know, how, however you are valuing, what are the most popular valuing metrics, sure. whether it be per BOE or, Acre so multiple of cash flow. Right, right. So let's go let's just dive into that. What, what sure. kind of intel you got for us? Yeah. So uh so net cash flow times anywhere between 33 and 50 months. Okay. Right? Just whatever you're making net cash flow, multiply that out. Is that operated, non-op? Uh I'd imagine non-op multiples probably a little bit higher, huh? Well, so non-op multiples are gonna they're gonna rely on what's next. So yeah. depending on what you're in, like if, if they're going to drill another one or if they're going to mm -hmm. drill another five or whatever, there's a lot of guys that are looking at exiting, which is why we picked up a buyer that, uh, that buys near term drilling, uh, you know, AFEs delivered and, and you, you're going to go non-consent. Mm -hmm. Don't don't do that. Call Beachwood first because we've got guys that that's are such a niche market that's of like it, guys man. that are looking for non-consent. That's like, it. <laughs> so and it's not not necessarily non. You just you're you don't want to be in on five wells, yeah. you know, because you saw what happened the last time yeah. we went with five wells at a go. You know what I mean? Or you it's, may just not have the like. You may not have money to allocate for that's right. cash calls on five wells. That's exactly so right. You have to non-consent. That's exactly right. And 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 there should be an opportunity to market that. Yeah. And so with the cloud, now there's an opportunity to market that. I've Whether never seen not, that marketed before, but that's interesting. Yeah. No, well, dude, I've, dude, that's something I've talked about all the time. I'm like, there could be a marketplace specifically for people that are like, as you tell people about that, like, yeah, you can come in and buy, um, non-op working interest off of people that are, um, non-consenting and yep. like, you tell any high net worth individual that like their ears perk up. Yeah. They're like, Oh shit. How do you get access to that? Well, right. you got to know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy. That's right. But if you can actually create a marketplace for it, it makes things interesting. And, and so yeah, you're making yeah, that entire business that, model easier. <laughs> yeah. So now the cloud is where you can go for, you know, for things that you don't know exist. What about ducks? Ducks, solar, wind, energy. So, so, if, you got, so if you got duck hunters out there. So, yeah. It's so funny. Like I didn't even... For some reason, my mind went to physical animal ducks. <laughs> selling ducks do now. You even, even, even play with we chickens do, all week. Yeah, 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 about on a big bird. Ducks, we do right not now. sell physical ducks. <laughs> do, do you know the value? Like, how are people valuing ducks? Do you know? Uh, they're not. They're not? No. Okay. Uh, and for good reason. Um, but there's it, been, like, some crazy, like, acquisitions, too. Like, the Double Point yeah. and Pioneer. Like just some of the metrics I've seen off of Twitter. I mean, it's crazy the multiple that Pioneer paid on that. So, do you think that you know you, the transition that we've seen from last year going to where everything was locked up, and then you started seeing a lot of consolidation, and now you're seeing like Pioneer pay a pretty, pretty, pretty premium right. on double point. What was like the? Do you have like a per premium percentage or anything? Like how crazy was it? No, I mean they were talking like can't remember off the top of my head but it was like something eight times so cash flow or something like that it was something crazy don't quote me on that i'll have to go back and look on twitter we gotta talk to cody campbell cody if you're listening man yeah, get back to my email <laughs> you said yes come on so um two things one pioneer it plays in a different league yeah like it's it's a league of its own. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. six point four billion. Yeah, the the acquisition alone 
on the stock market is going to net them more money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just 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 buying into the best possible future. Yeah. Think Cody and the team, they went out and went out with the mindset of we're going to buy this, we're going to pay whatever because it's going to make it's sense to flip it, right? And so they bought whatever they could and for as much as they could and then turned around and flipped it to who they knew would buy it, which is either going to be Parsley or Pioneer, and they 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 did it right. Yeah. And, did and they sell to Pioneer the first time too? I don't remember. For the first sold. big deal? I don't remember who they sold to the first time. Um, yeah, we were talking about that, about how these guys, how it's rare for guys like Cody Campbell and, and Johnson, or really anybody in oil and gas to have two home runs, and these guys just absolutely can light that up. Sure. Well, and and I say it all the time. I, I've been doing, I've been hustling my face off for 10 years straight, and I can get into maybe five offices in Midland. Like, it's Midland, you know. The mafia. The, you've got to be from there or know and be there mm-hmm. for any amount of time in order to have, get the access, right? It's, um, it's, it's very, um, it's very close knit. Mm-hmm. And so, knowing where their target market was and knowing the people in it. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're a lot of things that go into yeah, it. Yeah. There's a Those lot of legends. I mean, they've crushed it. That's right. So yeah, there's well, a lot that I'm trying to get Josh took us up with Audrey Stevens, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah. That'd be good. So yeah. So. Well, I'll make the drive to Midland <laughs> well, for it. So Brandon Zachary, uh, came on to Beachwood in, in, uh, February and, uh, Brandon worked with Autry drilling, I think he's got 4,200 wells under his belt. I mean, yeah. he, he literally, we have a map in the office that's Martin County, and it's literally like Brandon's map. Like, that's, <laughs> it's all his I used wells. to drill all so. those wells right next to Big Dog. Okay. Like when they were doing uh, Black Gold on- That well right there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I drilled that well. <laughs> I drilled that well. Yeah. 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 I used to drill all those wells north of Stanton. That's with cool, them. man. Yeah. We were way better than Big Dog, though. There you go. And circles around them. There so. you go. Sorry, Archie. But <laughs> is what it is. But I needed I needed somebody that understood, um, you know, the the putt approach. The mm-hmm. you know what, where do you value that? How do you value that? How you know what's what are operational efficiencies that you can do better with? And so uh, it turned from just the cloud to advisory. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost instantaneously, and so mm-hmm. it's, it's smart. It's smart to bolt it on because people already need it. So. Yeah, and so um, so for you guys, I mean, does this kind of change the way that you operate as well? Because where you were by side um, predominantly in the past, now you guys are making calls trying to get sellers onto the platform as well. Because when you're making a marketplace, you need both sides of sure. market, right? You need the buyers and sellers. Sure. So I'm sure you guys are hustling, making calls, trying to get people to list their assets. And then on the other side, you're trying to get buyers on the platform as sure, well. Sure. Yeah. And, and, um, and we are, um, but when people realize that they could sell for free, like you're having to put together data anyway, and you can either list it somewhere or list it somewhere for free. People yeah. are going to list it somewhere for free. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we added 60 deals in the so last So you guys aren't week. taking commission from the seller? No. Still. So business so model's still the same. Business model's the same. Still from yeah, the buy still side. Still buy side only, $1,500 a quarter and a point and a half whenever you close something as a, cool. and a finder's fee. It's a separate transaction. It's a finder's yeah, fee. I like that because, I mean, people are used to, you know, paying 10%, yeah. you know, seller's fee for mm-hmm. listing something. Yep. So And so, there, yeah, there's no listing. There's no commission. Um 
again, fifteen hundred for the for the quarter. I, we're trying to make it accessible. Yeah. Um. And, but what I realized was that some of these teams, when they're looking at a deal, don't they don't know what questions to ask. So you know, we have a team now that's geology, engineering. Like you can ask you if you don't know the questions to ask, I, our guys will walk you through it. Like, yeah. hey, have you thought about this or have you thought about that? Whereas you've got to find intrinsic value somewhere, right? There's a buyer price and there's a seller price. And yeah. there's gotta be value there somewhere because yeah. the I don't care what anybody says, the financing for oil and gas assets is scarce the 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 actual money available there everybody's watching it right i've sat in multiple locations with multiple different people and they've said josh why would i invest in oil and gas when i can invest in tech and make eight eight x yeah what what's the draw how my money's going to work regardless it's not going to sit in the bank it's going to go to work because i need it to, i need it to make an roi yeah so how can i make this money work in oil and gas yeah and you've got to have and get the you've got to have a sales approach right you've got to mm -hmm. it'll work because we're going to make these operational efficiencies better we're going to engineer it better it's going to work because the rock is better here are the rocks that we're going to get into we're going to buy it right here's the here's the cloud here's what's available and here's what we're going to buy. Here's our hedging Look strategy. Here's yeah. everything that goes we're gonna, into it. The ballpark is X. And so you can, as a in, as a new team, walk in and be like, okay, my ballpark is X because we're going to go to Beachwood and we're going to get information from this seller, this seller, and this seller. And then I can go to my board and be like, hey, look at all these deals. Which one do you like? Because yeah. that's the, pro the, the problem in this business has always been, I don't want to show my cards. I don't want to say how much money this is worth. But the very first question is, show me the value. So ballpark value is essential to making this all move forward, which mm -hmm. is what you see when you get on the cloud. It's Absolutely. literally operated in Texas. Transparency and the process. Just completely transparent. Yeah. So I got I like one it. hot seat question yeah. before we wrap up, unless Colin's got any more. Um, Say you're a young strapping engineer. We get this all the time. Guys who want to go out on their own, right? They're looking for opportunity. They want to buy some wells. What would Josh Robbins do? Where, where are you looking? What kind of assets? Get on Beachwood Cloud. Start finding some assets. Obviously, they're going to be on, <laughs> obviously they're going to be on the cloud. But I'm talking like what what area? What type of assets? What's hot? Oh, where are people making money? Well, they're making money where they're where it's smart to make money, yeah. right? It's so not the you, scoop stat. You can make money anywhere. <laughs> well, so you can make money anywhere. You know, mm -hmm. we bought, you know, like I said, with Express, we bought 350 wells. Mm -hmm. And they're in the mid-con. And oh. they're making money. Mm -hmm. Because you we you have a plan to go forward. And then you, you give up short-term returns if you're playing a long game. Like you can't, as a young entrepreneur or a young engineer or young whatever – the pitch right now is flip it, F flip houses, flip this, flip that, and make a bunch of money. 
well, that's all well and good if you've got the capital, if you can afford, if it doesn't happen right away. Yeah, think on a long get, enough time horizon. I mean, that you've got to happen. Yeah, you've got to have different horizons that exist. I know some guys that played that game PE, and guess what? The acquisition never came, and now you know they're eight years in, hating their life with yep. no mm-hmm. light at the end of the tunnel. And, it's not where you want to be. And it and it's sexy and it's cool right it's cool to flip for 8x like that's Mm -hmm. that's awesome they don't the destructive stories that that happen don't they don't get publicized so it's i i would encourage those people to really 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 do your research before you walk out on this entrepreneurial you guys know when you get out on the entrepreneurial pier you are as soon as you land on the pier get popped right that's in the it. face that's it you get and pushed nuts. in the water immediately <laughs> and, and you don't know what's in there so immediately. day after day <laughs> yeah and so um i i think you know because we're a, a world full of access because all three of us have phones that are you know a million times smarter than we are in our pockets you know what mm-hmm. I mean? We, yeah there's there's no excuses for for anybody who's like i can't make money you can learn any skill that's right from your phone you can market said skill on the interwebs. Yeah. And you can make money you can. instantaneously. Well, but you have to realize that there is money and then there's career. Mm-hmm. Right. And if, and, and people don't, they don't understand that an entrepreneur is a career. Like yeah. that's a career choice that you're making. Like you are going to guarantee your life based on what you hustle up. You there's eat what nobody you kill. That, that's it. There's nobody you're writing like you a, a check at the end so of the day. So a wild tiger. You know, before we end this, where can yeah. people find the new platform? Is the let me th- see if I can remember the URL. Was it beachwood.io or no? No. So, uh, so we, so I did a small rebrand at the beginning of the year. Okay. And and changed the website to um, bchwdx.com. That, okay. That's what where you can get all the information about Beachwood. So okay. all the biographies of all the team is Stack there. Team I mean, it is, there are, there's nobody with under 15 years experience. I mean, we, there are heavy hitting people that are a part of Beachwood that believe in this vision, that believe cool. that, that the cloud is the future. Um, and, but we made it easy. It's just beachwood.cloud. And so it's B E A C H W O D dot cloud. Awesome. Um, and then, um, yeah, it was- we'll put a link to it in the show notes. So if you want to check out the cloud, want to check out the Beachwood platform, you can check it out in our show notes. Yeah, you can find Josh on LinkedIn. Um, we'll put a link to your LinkedIn as well. Okay. Um, you guys can grab coffee with him sometime when he yeah. slows down and he's not busy. Yeah, so appreciate you coming back on, man. Well, thanks for having me. I, this yep. was awesome. And, and big old uh, numero three, we'll do it again in uh, another year. Or so. another year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you Sounds guys are absolutely plan. crushing it. So. All right, man. Thanks, guys. It's always good. Always good to catch up. Yes. So, all right, guys. If you like the episode, uh, take two seconds. Uh, send it to all your friends. We got enough ratings and reviews, honestly. Uh, I've been doing this for long enough. So, send it to people. Share it. Like it. Follow Josh on LinkedIn. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Come, 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 come.